Hi, and thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. I am your host, Rachel Spencer, and I have a little bit of news for you because this is going to be the final Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. So I started this podcast up in lockdown, like many other people did, and the idea behind it was to show people in the pet industry how to raise the profile of their business so they could make more sales and attract more people who were interested in what they make and what they do. And over the last three and a half years, I have interviewed over 100 guests, put out nearly 200 episodes through the pandemic, through the cost of living crisis. I've chatted about all kinds of different things when it comes to raising the profile of your pet business. And after three and a half years, I've made a big decision and it's to stop the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast and give it a little bit of a makeover. So I'm not saying I'm stopping the podcast for good. What I'm saying is I am stopping it in its current form and it is going to be getting a bit of a makeover in the next few weeks and it will be coming back, but it will be slightly, slightly different. It's going to have a new name and a little bit of a new direction as well. I just want to stress, I have loved every minute of chatting to all of my guests, all of the experts and putting out those episodes, particularly over the last three and a half years where I've been doing it because crikey, it's been a challenging time, hasn't it? And I know the advice I've shared along with the brilliant insights from the guests and from the experts has helped pet businesses get in the press, get on the telly, do amazing things when it comes to their sales and visibility and it's really, really given them a boost. So I am so thankful to everybody who has listened, everyone who has been part of it, everyone who has actioned the advice and everyone who has shared it and given me their support. I'm really, really thankful um, for that. Now, the reason why I am changing the podcast is because I've made some changes myself. If you listen to the last episode, you'll hear, and you don't have to go and listen to it, I'll just summarise it here, but I've had a few challenges over the past few months. Um, I've had a bit of a challenge with my health, which has meant I've not been able to spend as much time on a screen. I've got an eye condition called blepharitis, which means I have to limit my time on screen. Um, And the podcast obviously takes up a lot of screen time with all of the promotion that goes with it. So that's one reason why I'm doing things differently. The other thing that's happened recently is um, coming up to, well, just over four weeks ago now, um, sadly, my uncle Steve, who was my godfather and somebody who I was very close to, who's like my second dad, basically, he passed away, which was a big shock. And when you have these things that completely turn your life upside down and shake things up, it does make you look at what you're doing and take a little bit of time to reflect. So that's another reason why I'm going to be making a few changes with how my business works. Um, I've also moved away from focusing solely on press coverage when it comes to working with my clients as well. I've trained to be a coach. I've swatted up on marketing. I've invested tons of tons and tons of time and money in training. Um, and when I started the podcast three and a half years ago, I was focusing solely on helping people get in the press. My business and what I offer has really changed, it's really evolved and it's time for the podcast to evolve too. So in this short episode, I'm going to be sharing the reasons why and what's next with this podcast and the exciting ways that we can work together. So I'm going to start up with why I'm changing the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. Like I say, when I started it, my primary focus was helping people get press coverage. I had two decades experience as a journalist, five years as an award-winning pet blogger. I knew what was, you know, what people wanted to hear, I knew what made a story, I knew what made great website content, what made great blog content from trying and testing it all myself. So it started off as a podcast helping people get press coverage and supporting them with their content marketing so they could help their pet business stand out from the competition. Really the 
the key focus really on all of the stuff that I created for the first few years was helping people get press coverage. But over the, as time went on, um, I realised there's so much more to raising your profile and generating publicity and creating a buzz around your pet business and helping people find out about what you do and getting your work noticed than just traditional media coverage. What I felt, what I learned was that building, it was really important to build strong foundations for your business. And to do that, that would, you know, you would do that with your content marketing, with the content that you'd create yourself, that you'd have the control over, that you would publish on your own platforms, rather than have to rely on a journalist or an editor picking up on what you're doing. So it's a really important lesson that I've learned, that working on your content marketing is so important because you want to have those great foundations in place before you go and approach the press. So let's say if you're saying you're an expert working with reactive dogs, you need to have the social proof and authority to back it up. First of all, you need to be qualified. You need to be accredited to different organizations. That stuff is really important. It's worrying the amount of people who are claiming to be dog trainers, but they don't have the accreditation. They don't have the experience. They don't have the qualifications. They don't have the knowledge that they need to often work with people who are quite vulnerable and dogs who you know who who are reactive who have problems who need who need the right support so if you're saying you're an expert in working with reactive dogs you need to have all of that you know all of that backing to show that you are that's whether a client is looking at you or a journalist things that are going to work for you are things like a bank of content on your website in the form of a blog a podcast or videos maybe you've written a book about your area of expertise or maybe you speak on stage about a topic. Like I was chatting to one of my one-to-one -one clients yesterday, Jo Sellers. Jo is a dog trainer. She has got years of experience, qualifications, accreditations. She's recently written a book about adolescent dogs. That's the kind of thing that a journalist would look at and think, yes, this person is credible. But Jo has taken a lot of time to build up that, that credibility, that expertise. And it's really important that, that you have that. Building those solid foundations for your content, for your pet business with your content marketing will mean that when a journalist does check you out and you need to convince them you're the real deal, you're going to be able to do that. So that's the first thing, really. It's really important um, to do that. And while securing press coverage is a huge achievement, it's really important to look after the publicity you create on your own platforms, too. So things like optimising your website, utilising email marketing, harnessing the power of social media, forging partnerships, hosting events, speaking at events, building your professional network. There are so many opportunities to elevate your business and really build your brand. And these are the kind of things I can help you with, either one-to-one -one or if you're, on a if you're on a budget, you can get help from me inside my Pets Get Visible mini membership. I'll link to that in the show notes. Currently, it's £20 a month or £2.20 for the year. Again, because of the changes I'm making in my business, it will be going up in July 2023. So if you're listening after the end of June 2023, it's going to be £30 a month or 330 for the year. The other thing I have learned over the past five years actually working with pet businesses is that one of the most important things when it comes to growing your pet business is your confidence. And again, that's something that I've really learned a lot about while studying to be a coach. I have created a blog post and a podcast actually about why I decided to train to be a coach and what that means for your business which I'll also link to in the show notes you can go and learn more about that if you want to but confidence is really important when it comes to how you present yourself and your pet business to the world and I guess what I realized is I was working with people on helping them get press coverage but actually a lot of the work a lot of the work that needed to be done hadn't already been done before um, so 
the kind of things that people really need before they pitch to the press is they need to feel confident, they need to have the contact marketing in place, they need to have the cred credibility, they need all kinds of different things. But going back to confidence, it's really important when it comes to putting yourself out there. And again, that's what this podcast is all about and it's what the new podcast will be about as well. Now, I've personally experienced the impact that a lack of confidence has on my own progress and growth. So I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I hid away for the first 12 years of being a freelance journalist because I was worried about what other people might think if I put myself out there. Social media was there. I had a website. I did, you know, I did the bare bones on my website. I just told you, you know, what I was all about and how you could work with me. I never did anything like blogs or anything like that. And, you know, the thought of doing a podcast would have made me, well, I just, I, my head would have exploded. Um, but that was 12, you know, 12 years ago. Now I've learned that, you, you know, I do need to put myself out there if I want people to come find me and know that they can work with me. And I've had to really work on my confidence to get to that point where I felt comfortable doing that. I've come to realise it's really important to be, when you're doing this stuff, to be around people who are going to support you as well as you're trying to, to put yourself out there, as you're building yourself up, as you're trying to be more confident. You need to have people around you who are going to support you, who are going to be behind you, who are going to cheerlead you. Because I learned that myself when I had people around me who were supporting me and, you know, willing me to win. That's when I grew in my confidence. Since then, obviously, I've trained as a coach. I've invested in lots of different types of coaching and mentoring. But for you, as a pet business owner, building that confidence is really important. Being around people who are going to help you do that is really important. And it's also really important to find ways to market yourself that feel good. Now, this is something that you need to work out for yourself. I find there are so many things out there. There are so many quick ways to do this and blueprints for that. And, you know, five pillars of this and 10 pillars of that and all these different, what, different things where people are telling you what you need to be doing, but they don't know you. They don't know your business. They don't know what your strengths are. They don't know what your, you know, what, what lights you up, what doesn't light you up. For example, I don't really like doing video. I do it, but I don't like doing it. I like recording a podcast, so that's my strength. I've been in programs where people have just gone on and on and on and on about how I need to do video, but I don't want to do video, so it's not going to work for me. It's important that you find what works for you and you find your own marketing approach because following somebody else's blueprint or pillars or pathway Often it doesn't work because it's theirs and not yours. It's what's worked for them. And what works for them isn't necessarily going to be what works for you because you're a different person, you're a different business, you've got different values. One of the core principles I've championed recently is the idea of marketing your business in a way that feels authentic and in a way that's aligned with your values. Now, I know the authentic word, it sounds a bit, oh, you know, yawn, but you've got to feel like you, you've got to sound like you, it's got to feel right for you. And it by sharing what your values are, that's attracting the right people to you, isn't it? For example, one of my values is around generosity. Another value is around community. Now, there are some people out there who don't believe in giving away lots of things for free, who can't be bothered running a community or don't want to have a Facebook group, and that's fine. That's not going to work for them. For me, because one of my values is generosity and trying to help people and trying to do my best, I put out a lot of free content. I create free challenges. I do free programs because I really love community and I really see the value in community. I have a Facebook group, I have an email newsletter, I have a podcast. I like bringing people together. They're my values, but they're not going to be everybody else's. So I found my own approach and you can too. So, you know, it's all about empowering you to find your own path, using 
strategies that resonate with you and what lights you up in your business and your people as well. The other thing I'm doing with this podcast Stopping Malarkey is I'm stopping doing something that isn't working for me anymore. And you should also, I don't want to be one of those people who tells you what to do, but honestly, like just a bit of friendly advice, really. If something isn't working for you, then, you know, you don't have to keep doing it. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, a few things have happened with my health recently that have meant I've needed to change the way I work. I can't be on the screen all the time. I've had, like, if you follow me on social media, if you're in my Facebook group, you'll see that I've barely been there, partly because I've been supporting my family, but partly because of this eye condition that I've got. I just can't be on the screen all the time. And losing a very close family member um, has obviously, you know, impacted on how much I've been able to work. Um, and, you know, it's also been a time to reflect as well. I said that at the beginning of the episode. And because I've had to stop the podcast, because, you know, when I was in hospital with my uncle Steve, when we were arranging the, you know, coping with losing him, arranging the funeral, doing all the other things, I couldn't be going off and recording a podcast or doing all the social media posts or writing my news. I just had to stop. It didn't make sense. for me. So when I did that, I realised things needed to change and it didn't make sense for me to continue to put out a weekly podcast with a really rigid schedule that I was struggling to keep up with anyway. And I just thought, well, if I can stop it now, then I can I can change things. I have always been one of those people who thinks, you know, if you say you're going to do something, you have to do it. Three and a half years ago, I said I was going to do a weekly podcast. I've done it for three and a half years, but now I know that things need to change. And, you know, by choosing to walk the walk myself here, by me stopping doing things that, that aren't working for me, you know, I'm... I'm telling other people, I'm telling my clients, you know, don't do things that aren't working for you. Do things in the way that do things in a way that feels right for you, that works for you. I want to practice what I'm preaching and demonstrate the importance of finding my own way as well. Because, you know, I want to have that, you know, set that example. So what's next for the podcast? Well, I might be bringing the publicity for Pet Businesses podcast to an end, but I am here if you want help raising the profile of your pet business. So I'm not going to take it down. It's still going to be on my website. It's still going to be on all the podcast players. You can go through all of the back episodes and there are uh, there's 180 episodes that you can listen to listening and they cover how to get press coverage, how to improve, improve your content marketing, how to build your confidence and much, much more. I've got loads of inspiring interviews from really brilliant pet business owners and experts who are sharing what's worked for them and loads of different tips and strategies and all kinds of different things with the podcast I've always listened to what people are saying in my Facebook group or what I'm hearing from clients and I thought okay how can I go and find somebody to chat to on the podcast for that like last year it was Instagram I spoke to Helen Perry this year I did a really good episode by really good I mean the guest was really good not but you know what I mean with a fabulous lady called Nicola Kinnard Comedy about imposter syndrome. And I know that that episode was so welcomed. I did another one with a lovely lady called Colette Adwin about throwing the rule book out the window when it comes to social media. That went down really well. And I know that these podcasts have really helped people. And I will continue to bring you brilliant people who are going to share great stories, great advice and great experts um, that, you know, that I'm, I want to help you. So my new podcast is going to be focused on content marketing and doing things your way. And it's going to be kicking off in July. So there won't be any more podcasts for the rest of June. It's not very long. It's only a week or so. Um, And the new one will be coming out in July. 
But if you're thinking you'd quite like to work with me um, in the interim or you're listening to this in future and you'd like to work with me, these are the ways you can work with me. You can choose from my quick pick my brains hour long one-to-one sessions or if you've got a larger project you'd like support on bringing out some new content campaigns. I will be talking about those more in the coming weeks and months. Um, If you're on my newsletter list you'll have had an email about this already. The content campaigns are for you if you've got a big project that you're working on. Let's say you've got an awareness day that you want to bring out. You've got a new product you want to get noticed. Maybe you're a brand new business and you want support getting noticed. Perhaps you've got an exciting new thing coming out like a book or your own podcast. My content campaigns are there to support you. It's a done for you stroke done with you content campaign where we sit and work out what people need to know, who you need to reach, how you're going to go about it. I will go away and create the content for you depending on the level that you you have. I've got a basic level where it's done with you, where we we work together on the strategy and I give you templates and things to go away and do yourself. If you want the done for, for you level, then we will have a big kickoff call to get things started. Then we'll, de- you know, we'll decide together what you need and then I will go away and do it all for you. I'll go away and do all of the writing, do all of the planning, do all the, your timeline for you, everything that you need. And then all you need to do is go and post the social media posts, send the emails, post the blogs, whatever it is that you decide to go for. Um, send the press releases as well you know you can have press releases as part of this as part of my content campaigns and then there's my membership program pets get visible i've mentioned that before earlier on in this episode that's where we're able to work more closely and you get personalized guidance for your pet business pets get visible basically how it works is we have content we where you are given a planner every month so you can plan your social media posts We've got community where you have access to a Facebook group where we all work together, supporting one another, helping you get your pet business out there. We have coaching. So every month there are two coaching calls where you can come along. What we do is we usually have a, we have, well, I say usually, we always have a topic at the beginning of the call where I will cover a particular topic for the first 15 minutes or so. And then we have Q&A. So you can come along if you've got any questions and get support from myself and the other members um, and yeah topics we've include we've covered so far include um, creating client stories using chat gpt um, marketing funnels um, putting your incorporating your values into your content and for planning all kinds of different things like that um, and then the final thing as well that you get from the mini membership is which is very thank you very much helen scotty scott for this bit um, is confidence you know members generally feel more confident because they're part of the community, they're getting that support. So that's how you can work with me inside of Pets Get Visible. It's going up to £30 a month um, as of the beginning of July. So do drop me a mar- drop me a line. You can send me a message, Rachel at publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk or find me on social media at Rachel Spencer UK on all platforms. But whether it's one-to-one sessions or within the supportive community of Pets Get Visible, I am still completely committed to helping you achieve your goals when it comes to getting your pet business noticed. So final thing to say on this short episode is thank you for supporting the podcast. I want to give you a big thank you for listening, for reviewing, for being part of the community around the podcast as well and a massive thank you for all of the guests, everyone who gave me ideas and suggestions and the people who make this podcast happen like Matty who is my editor and there have also been a couple of lady who, ladies who've worked with me on it as well. The lovely Kim from Save You Time, Kim Willis, 
and also Sophie uh, Flint, who was my VA for a while as well. So big thanks to them. And also the lovely Alison from House of Henry, who helped with loads of graphic design as well. Alison is no longer working in graphic design, but she's been a huge help. So thank you, everybody. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to bring you the new podcast. And in the meantime, come and hang out in my free Facebook group. I'll put the link in the show notes and you can follow me on social media as well. So thank you for listening. Thanks so much for everything you've given this podcast over the past three and a half years. And I can't wait to be back very soon with the next version of it. Take care, have a great rest of the week and thank you once more for all of your support.